0: Okay, so I have a few different things on my mind that I want to talk about. So I'm going to have to make a few different parts. I don't know. I I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm just going to do what I do. And um, I lost my AirPods. I lost, um, well, I got the first generation and the second generation. And I lost um, one AirPod from both of them. And then I ended up losing one of the whole set. So I'm a person who loses things easily so I'm impressed with myself that I even still have one but I don't even know where that one is um but I know it's in it's somewhere in my possession the other one I'm pretty sure I left in an uber so whoever has that now good luck to them anyway um now I'm using headphones which is fine it's just it's actually better because I can keep track of it easier But I cannot charge my phone while using it. That's the only thing that I don't like. And sometimes when I'm around the house cleaning, I would prefer to use an AirPod. Because um, when I'm cleaning, I want to be able to move freely without having to have my phone with me. But I feel like now, seeing how both work, I actually prefer using headphones when I'm out and about. And I prefer using the wireless headphone when I'm in my home that's something that I actually learned from losing them because I lose things way too easily and if I lose it in my home I'll find it if I lose it out in the streets I'm not gonna find it and because I lose things so much I don't even really care but I do care about how much it costs because because it's so much more convenient um depending on the circumstances I do want it but like I don't want it all the time so yeah anyways that happened but the topic of discussion for this video is gonna be um make the stallion so i've been seeing a lot of people online uh black people black men and women trying to find some way to blame make the stallion for being shot basically because they want black men to be victims and they don't want black women to be victims so even though they have no idea what happened they just want to assume that was megan's fault and for me i have been saying my opinion online because one thing about me is i don't really like to talk about myself in public i don't mind talking about myself with people that i know but when it comes to people that i don't know on social media i don't really talk about myself i don't really share my own images and stuff but i like to talk about other people Cause I'm nosy, <laughs> but um, I'm also kind of private. So, which is why I like this podcast. But um, I, I, I will say this about the whole Megan situation. I've been sharing my opinion because I'm from the hood. I'm, I'm not from like the safest neighborhood, So I've been seeing black women get beat up my whole life by men of different races, black and Latino men mostly and it happens all the time and you as a black woman really don't have to do that much to get attacked by men they know for a fact that nothing's going to happen to them if they attack you as a black woman versus a white woman or a man of any race so black women get attacked a lot and we all know this especially as black people so when i see black people be like oh There has to be more to the story. Megan's not that innocent. It's like, well, why do you assume that it's so much more to the story? Was it that much more to the story when it happens to your mother? When it happens to your auntie? When it happens to your neighbors? Because I know we've all seen it. I've never met a black woman who's never been assaulted in her whole entire life. Like, seriously, as a black woman, you get spanked when you're a kid. You get in fights when you're in school. And then... Most likely you go through DV in your relationships or you at least know somebody who's gone through domestic violence aka DV in their relationships. It's pretty common and we also get assaulted a lot in the streets just for no good reason. So even if you yourself haven't experienced it, you've seen someone experience it especially if you're from the hood. So, um, or any big city, so I don't know why people online. Well, I do know why actually, but I don't like how fake people are online acting like she just had to do something, like it had to be some big thing that she did. She it's something, something, something big. I want to know what happened. Nothing happened. It's so obvious what is going on, like the dynamics are so obvious, but people are just being fake because they want Tory Lanez to be the victim because she's a black woman. If she was a man, he would not be the victim. They would be criticizing him. If she were a white woman, the black community would not stand for Kylie Jenner being assaulted by Tory Lanez. The women and the men would be very critical of him um some of the women would feel bad for him but for the most part everybody would feel rad for kylie but because she's a black woman they want her to be the bad guy and that's just not reality so here's how i see it you know for me something that i have noticed is that Megan is an alcoholic allegedly and I'm only saying allegedly because I don't want her to find out who I am and sue me but really I'm not even that concerned with that because she would have to prove that she's not an alcoholic I recently saw behind the scenes footage of her in the video shoot with Cardi B and she said that she drunk two shots to to film with those snakes and then she was watching the footage back drinking a beer and I'm like this is the middle of the day and y'all are at work and you just had three drinks you can't even legally drive after three drinks and I think the drink she drinks is Douce. that's brown liquor it's hard liquor she had two shots while at work and then she's drinking a beer you're above the legal limit to drive you are intoxicated and Mind you, she has the high tolerance because after drinking three drinks, she did not look drunk at all. But most people who drink that much are drunk, and she's always promoting other people around her drinking. And um, I know that that's a part of her brand, and that's fine when you're out at night or when you're out at a party and at a club to promote that. That's fine. If y'all are all adults, you can drink. I don't have a problem with people drinking. But the thing is, when you're at work at a professional environment, which is a video shoot, that's not the time nor the place to be drinking. That's really an odd time to drink. I mean, think about it. Do you know anybody who drinks at work? And she recently had a footage of her security guard actually being drunk and holding a gun and what I noticed is that Megan looked visibly uncomfortable and I saw this footage online from her Instagram live when her security guard was drunk she kept looking at the camera and looking at the security guard looking at the camera looking at the security guard she looked uncomfortable and to me it looked like she was thinking it looked to me like she was thinking should I cut off the live but then she was like probably thinking And this is all my assumptions because it looked like she was thinking i don't know what she was thinking because i'm not in her head but i can only imagine that she was looking at the gun and looking at the camera thinking should i cut off the live and tell him to put the gun down and then one of her friends was like he's drunk as hell or something like that so she's probably like hmm well i don't want to make him upset and then he ends up accidentally shooting me or shooting me on purpose because she just dealt with that like not even a month ago so she probably didn't want to say anything and she probably didn't want to turn off the live and make it seem like it was a big deal but she did not look happy she wasn't smiling she looked really serious and she should be serious because that's a serious situation but i'm just looking at them like why is your security guard that comfortable drinking on the job oh yeah because everybody around her is always drinking and she's always encouraging it now i know that Megan the Stallion has suffered the loss of her parents and her grandmother. She only has one grandmother left, and that's her grandmother, and that's an elderly woman. So, and she's not always around her, but most of the people who would love her unconditionally, her mother, her father, and her grandmother, who she was raised by, they've all passed away before she even turned 30. She's still in her 20s, so she's still pretty young to not have parents. Most people that I know who are 25 years old still have either one or both of their parents and uh one or four of their grandparents. I mean, by the time you're 25, you've probably lost a grandparent, but most of the people that I know in their 20s still have their parent or guardian who raised them. In their life and if they don't have both then they usually have one I don't really know too many people I would not say the majority of people that I know that are in their mid-20s have neither parent who raised them and have only one of their grandparents left i would say that that's a bit unusual so that's a difficult thing to deal with especially since she's entered a new career in her 20s it's not like she's been in the business since she was a kid or a teenager and so she's pretty familiar with it she entered into the music business in her 20s and she's still in her 20s so that's pretty rough to have to adjust to so much success in such a short amount of time and then not have those people that really um, influenced her to get into the business in the first place, who she loves so much. So coping with that is stressful and I can see why someone would lean into drinking as a coping mechanism. Also, Megan Thee Stallion is a Southern belle, <laughs> you know, she's a Southern lady and in the South, I don't know if it's as bad today as it once was, but there was a time in the 20th century, in the 1900s, I know because I'm a 90s kid, that drinking in the South was like one and the same. Like, you couldn't talk about the South and not talk about alcoholism, basically. We all had alcoholic uncles, if you have a Southern family, alcoholic cousins. Like, alcoholism was just a big part of a culture back then. It was like normal to be a Southern alcoholic. And... I don't know if it's, I don't think it's as bad now as it was back then, but I think still socially, it's kind of a thing where it's like, oh, let's go out and drink, let's go out for drinks, you know, kind of like when people think of Irish culture, they think of drinking beer at a pub. When you think of Southern culture, you think of drinking like moonshine or drinking some type of hard liquor. And she does drink hard liquor, so I feel like some of that is a little bit cultural. Black people are not known for going to therapy. Um, we're known for praying and drinking, especially if you're southern. And um, it seems like that might be her mentality still. And that's not healthy. That's learned behavior that we learned during slavery, basically, um, because in africa most people were very religious about a third of the individuals brought here during the transatlantic slave trade were muslims so they didn't drink at all and then a few people who did drink didn't drink all that often black people have always been very spiritual and we have diversity within our religious beliefs but we've always been very spiritual even before the transatlantic slave trade and then during the transatlantic slave trade of course christianity was the religion that was promoted so the whole prayer thing is something that we do in general but the alcoholism is definitely a part of colonialism and the history of slavery. That's why it's so deep and heavy in the South because that's where the bulk of the slave trade was and that's why it's less of an issue today than it was in the past but there's still some remnants of it there. Now I'm not the type to blame everything on slavery but I do like to talk about the facts as they as they pertain to the reality of any real situation. So I definitely wanted to mention those things because that is a part of Southern heritage, of course. And, um, you know, I'm saying all this stuff to say, I think Megan needs to really think about her drinking. If she's just a social drinker, if she's not an alcoholic, if she's not just like a functioning alcoholic, she needs to really think about limiting the amount of drinks she has to just one a day and then maybe a couple on the weekends or a couple a couple times a week whenever she goes out instead of drinking so many drinks every single day and encouraging people around her to drink because the violence against women is bad violence against black women specifically is worse because her homicide rates are a lot higher than other demographics, and for black women it's it's you need to be alert, okay. We have so many things going on. we're at such a disadvantage. it's really not good. To not be alert and it's really not good to have other people around you not be alert because we're such a discriminated against demographic to encourage for people to be drunk around you there was some leaked um information that was that was put out there in the media uh, on social media where Tory lanes apparently admitted and this is alleged this is alleged but Tory Lane allegedly admitted that he just got drunk and that's why he shot her What I believe, if that is the case, and it may or may not be true, but if, let's say that's true, if that's the case, he more than likely was emotional because the two of them were friends, perhaps friends with benefits or boyfriend and girlfriend, whatever the case may be, there was some emotions involved there, and then he's not fully thinking straight because he's drunk, and then on top of that, she's a black woman, so he's less inhibited had she been a man or had she been a white woman he would have thought twice and thought about the consequences of his actions well because he knew she couldn't and wasn't gonna do anything he knew she wasn't gonna call the cops he knew she she was he wasn't gonna get in big trouble even if she did call the cops he wasn't afraid of the consequences you know it's the same thing as if a parent is offended by something their child does Compared to if a parent is offended by something their co-worker does. Who do you think they're more likely to hit? Now you can love your kids to the moon and back. But you're more likely to hit your kids not just because you want to discipline them. A lot of the times you don't even need to hit your kids in order to discipline them. A lot of the times, not all the time, but a lot of the times you do it because you can. What consequences there are going to be. There is none because, as your child versus a coworker who honestly, if you were to slap them, they might actually learn a good, valuable lesson, but you can't do that not only because it's unlawful because it's it's kind of unlawful to spank your kids in the way that most African Americans spank their kids, but you don't do it because you know that there will actually be consequences. you know that your coworker will actually call the cops your coworker will more than likely Especially if it's at a high-earning job, where there's a huge risk of you getting in trouble, you know for a fact that that person's more than likely going to fall to the ground, play dead, call the cops, file a lawsuit, tell all the supervisors, have you arrested, file for a restraining order, go to court, file a lawsuit, and just have everything put on you and build themselves up and play the victim even if they started it you know that there's consequences for your actions so you're not going to just hit this person even though you know they deserve it that's the same thing that happens when black men are interacting with different groups of people and i've seen it and i've seen it with latin men too i've seen them get so upset with white men I've seen them get so upset with white men and white women too. I've seen it with my own two eyes. And I live in New York, which is very diverse. So I've seen black men and Latin men, Latin X men, get into it with all kinds of people. And I can tell you, I've seen them hold back hold back and get so angry but shut their mouths and maybe talk but just not even move. Just stand totally still because they know for a fact that if they hit that white man or that white woman, it's going down. I've seen these same kinds of men and sometimes even the same exact man have an issue with a black woman and just go in. I've seen I even saw a black woman who was clearly mentally ill and crazy get into it with a black and a Latino man when they both could have and should have clearly ignored her because she was not even bothering them. She was just being her crazy self. They both started yelling at her. First, the Latino man yells at her. Then the black man, instead of, you know, trying to defuse the situation and defending her because she clearly needs help, he chimes in and starts ganging up on her, too. And I've seen these same kinds of people not give that same energy to white men or white women when they act crazy. I mean, I was even at a bodega one time and a white woman overweight middle-aged white woman starts yelling at the bodega owner and I was like just watching her say these rude things and he's like yeah 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 I walk up I swear to god the guy's like now don't you think about doing that and I just laugh it off but he was like yeah I'm serious don't you think about doing that and the person that I was with was like agreeing with him. And I'm just like, what the hell? First of all, I didn't say anything. I just left it off. Boy, I need to buy. And I just left. But it's like, first of all, I would never come in and giving you any kind of attitude. I come in, I buy my stuff. I live in New York, so people are not friendly. Um, especially not with me because I'm a black woman. And I'm pretty average in looks. I'm not hideously ugly. I'm not astonishingly good looking. I'm just a normal looking person. A normal looking black woman. You know, I don't walk out with a bonnet on and sweatpants. I don't walk out smelling weird. I dress pretty decent. I don't wear designer clothes. I I do my hair. I clean myself up. And, you know, I just look normal so what that means out here is i look invisible okay so i look like a very like when i go into a business i already know especially if it's hispanic owned i just go in handle my business and leave i i don't expect them to say hello to me i mean not to get too far off the subject but there's one place that i go to to get nachos all the time and i remember i i i went in I ordered my natural, the guy, he just looked at me, he didn't say hello, I made my order, and I asked him a question, and he was like, didn't you ask about that last week? I said, no, I asked something else. But when he said that, I thought to myself, if you remember me from last week, why didn't you say hello to me when you saw me today, if I'm a regular customer? And I've seen that in other instances too, but I don't want to get too far off track, but that's just how rude people are in New York. Like they won't even say hello to their regular customers, especially if you're a black woman or just a black person, but they would make the effort to say hello if I was white more than likely because I've seen that. And like, but to go back to the other guy that I was talking about, he said, don't you think about doing that? Well, what's the difference between me and I'm a regular, mind you? And I never gave him any issue. I just make my order and I go. And this white lady who, I'm pretty sure that's the first and only time she's been there. She was banging on the lottery machine. She she was like angry with the lottery machine. Um, you know, the machine where you scan your lottery tickets to see if you've won. I guess she was mad that she didn't win. You know, like Karen type behavior. She looked like her name was Karen. She was like older, overweight, short hair. And she's given all this attitude for no good reason. And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. But with me, he's like, don't you think about doing that? Why didn't you tell her not to think about doing that? Why be all polite and ignore her and act professional with her and then give me all this attitude? When I have done nothing like that, I don't act like that in general because that's stupid. But even if I did, I'm a paying customer. You've made a lot of money off of me. You didn't make any money off that lady so why do you have so much more respect for her than you do for me it's because I'm black and I'm a black woman because there was also a black man in line with me and he didn't say anything to him there was a white woman and there was a black man and there was me a black woman and I'm the only one who he said something to that's intersectionality and that's the kind of thing that black women go through and this is why i'm bringing it up because i experienced it i've seen how all three demographics get treated i've seen how non-black women get treated how black men and other groups of men get treated compared to black women and we get treated the worst and i say all this to say everybody else has experienced it too i'm not the only black woman who's experienced that are you kidding me We've all been there where you're like, oh, I know if I was white, that wouldn't happen. Or I know if I was a man, that wouldn't happen. Well, you'll never be white and you'll never be a man. You'll always be a black woman. And that type of stuff happens all the time. And that's why it irritates me when I see people online being fake acting like it has to be some grand conspiracy like it had to be some terror attack like Meg the stallion must be illuminati confirmed and working for the cia and that's why tori lane shot her it is not that damn deep he shot her because they was both drunk because they're both alcoholics allegedly and definitely because she's a black woman and he knew nothing was gonna come of it and she admitted that he shot her why would why didn't the cops start investigating it and just arrest him when she admitted it online? If she was white, they would have done that by now. That's not to say that the cops aren't investigating it. They more than likely are. But they're not going to jump to arrest him like he's a menace to society. They're going to build a case because he's black and they want him off the streets anyway. But they're not going to rush to defend her. They're going to take their time to build a good case to make sure he stays behind bars. And they'll do it in their own time. But if it were Kylie Jenner or any other white woman on the planet, then he would be in jail already that's the difference and I hate the fact and I hate this but a part of me I can't hate it too much because I have to show respect to black women as a black woman in comparison to other women as well so I'll say it like this I hate that black women and black men Coddle black men so much and act like they do no wrong and put black men on such a pedestal Especially since black men are not race loyal and do not do the same in return for black women black men And black women act like you are not a black person If you are not in a relationship with a black man and that is not how that works Cardi B is not a black woman. She is a mixed race Latina with some African ancestry, but also with some European and Native American ancestry, which is apparent in in her phenotype. She is Latinx, just like Jennifer Lopez, just like Shakira. She is not black like Meg Thee Stallion, nor is she black like Beyonce or Rihanna. She's not black. She's Latina and i hate the fact that because she's married to a black man she feels like she has more of a right and more of a say so to talk about black issues than black women who are in interracial relationships this is a bloodline you don't marry into this and you can't marry out of it marrying a white guy or any other race guy does not take away from your black experience just like it doesn't take away from black men's experience when they marry white women nobody acts like frederick Douglass is insignificant because his second wife was white people honor him and they've honored him for the past 200 years and he was in an interracial relationship so why is it an issue when black women are in interracial relationships we're the original people if it wasn't for black women no other group of people would exist but yet everybody has an issue with black women in their own way for whatever reason and it's like ridiculous but i say all that to say on the flip side black men do get treated a lot better than black women and i don't like it but with respect to black women as frustrating as it is because i don't look at it this way i also have to respect patriarchy because that's what societies are built on in this world today and asian men get treated better than asian women within the asian community especially communities that are uh highly influenced by confucianism i think that's how you say it confucius like c- c- countries that are influenced by confucius ideology um like korea japan and china for example And, um, Latin men are treated better than Latin women, usually. Machismo is a thing. I don't know if it's as big of a thing as it once was, but there's still some remnants of that there. Um, what other group? Arabic men, of course, get treated a whole lot better than Arabic women. Sometimes to the point where it's perceived as there being a lot of major human rights violations going on within their community. There are a lot of groups of people where the men get treated better than the women, but I still feel that there's a little bit more balance. But I could be wrong. I mean, in Asia, a lot of Girls have been aborted and abandoned right after being born and sold to human traffickers and just killed because their lives were viewed as way less significant than their male counterparts. And I can't say that that's going on here. And in the Middle East and North Africa, child marriage and pedophilia is a thing and it's not illegal and it's not considered immoral especially if it's a girl that's basically being sold because their lives are viewed as less significant so human rights violations and harm and violence against women is something that happens in many cultures in South Asia there's also this belief that women should and I'm generalizing cuz obviously this isn't everybody I'm just saying these are certain cultural norms that happen a lot, enough to that it's worth noting. You know, in South Asia, for example, I know there have been documented cases of Indian women being burned and having their children be burned with battery acid and being told that they need to go back with their husbands because... Divorce isn't an option for them, no matter how much abuse they go through, and that they should deal with their husband's abuse because that's their husband and he's the man, or even being told that they can't eat unless their husband's there and their husbands are hardly ever around, or just being told that you can't eat when your husband's there, even if he is always around, isn't really right, especially when that's not reciprocated. So, it's a lot of abuse that happens to women all over the world so it isn't like it's just black women that are so loyal to men i mean i will say that in the asian community many many human rights violations take place but when asian women enter into western society whether that be in the united states in canada in europe in australia south america wherever they tend to marry outside of their race without seeing it being seeing it as without viewing it as being such a big deal the way that black women view it as being a big deal but also a part of that from what I viewed but from what I've seen online is that in the Asian community sometimes women are told they can marry whoever they want because they are not going to be the ones taking care of their parents anyway so their parents kind of don't care as much what they do with their lives which is also degrading in a way so is that a good thing or is that another way that asian women are being degraded if that is even the case at all i can't say i know within the black community there's a large segment of the community that likes to tell black women that they're not black if they're not with a black man you're only a black person if you have a black man no matter your race and that if you don't have a kid with a black man the black race will go extinct which is of course ridiculous because we have a continent full of black people and we have a whole diaspora with black people all over the world but people say that you know there's a lot of fear mongering there's a lot of you know oh you'll be fetishized by any other man mind you black men sexually exploit black women all the time and all of their music and their music videos and their movies and just in day-to-day life when they get black women pregnant and then leave them because they wanted the sex not the responsibility so the whole fetish thing is like the most ridiculous claim but it is a scare tactic that works for a decent amount of women there is also these claims that you just are not safe with any other group of men because no other group of men is going to want to see you with a headscarf. I don't know what the headscarf thing is about. its I don't really think that most people care about headscarves that much. I find that most black men don't like headscarves. Um, but, like, if you're wearing it when you're asleep, I don't think most people care that much. that so you need to be afraid of it. It's not like no one's ever seen a headscarf before. Black women walk outside with headscarves. All the time I mean, have none of these women who are afraid of their boyfriend seeing their headscarves have none of them been to Walmart? I mean, have none of them been to a public school with black mothers wearing bonnets? I don't, I never understood that phobia, but that's a big thing. Um, where black women think they're gonna have to explain their dirty little secret, which is that they sleep with headscarves, news flash. everybody have seen black women with headscarves okay i don't know what world y'all black women are living in black women walk outside with bonnets and headscarves every day whether people like it or not that's just how it is okay so i don't walk outside with a headscarf unless it's like well i really don't walk outside with a headscarf in general but if i do it's it's like gonna be a decorative, pretty. stylish headscarf like I looked up how to tie it this way online you know something like that but I wouldn't just like throw a bonnet on and go outside that's not my style but like if I did so what that would be my choice it's not like a big deal to me um and if I go to bed with a guy and I have a headscarf on it's like oh I'm wearing a headscarf it's no different than wearing like a face mask or like uh those things that cover your eyes or like a CPAP they used to breathe with. That's pretty ugly, but I need it to breathe. What am I gonna do? Not breathe? I mean it's you know, who cares? So but that's a scare tactic. You know, a lot of black women are afraid of the of the little dirty little secret that they wear headscarves. Um that's not a secret at all there's just just all of these things that black women are told and then on top of that it is harder to date outside of your race it's it's harder to date in general and be safe in relationships as a black woman it's hard within the black community it's hard when you're not dating in the black community it's hard in general and i think a lot of times black women don't see it as a possibility and then a lot of black women are just not attracted to non-black women men You know, I see that too. So there's a lot going on there. But regardless of whether or not you date outside of your race or not, I'm just bringing up all these different points to say that there's a lot going on with black women. And I want to be as fair as I can towards black women. Because I know black women are going through a hard time socially. But I don't like the fact that we as black women are quick to attack each other and not believe each other when we're going through things when we've all seen these things. It's not a rare thing for black women to get shot. It's not a rare thing for black women to get killed. It's not an unusual occurrence for a black woman to go through domestic violence just because her boyfriend's drunk or high or just has no respect for her and feels like it. It's not weird. It's something that happens every day. That doesn't make it okay, that doesn't make it right, that doesn't make it cool, that doesn't make it not serious, it's problematic and terrible, but it happens every freaking day. So why are we acting like this is some unusual occurrence and there has to be something more it has to be the illuminati it has to be the fbi it has to be the cia megan the stallion is a transgender it has to be a gender reveal party like it's not that damn deep it's just it's the same thing that happens to your auntie last week it's the same thing that's happening to your cousin next door It's the same thing that happens to your homegirl up the block. These things happen all the time. So I wish people would start being real and open their eyes and wake up to reality and get out of their fantasy world. Where you think because somebody's a celebrity, their life is supposed to be perfect. Newsflash, you cannot get so rich to the point where you stop being black. So the black experience never ends, no matter how rich and famous you are. You ever notice how rich and famous Beyonce and Rihanna are? And Beyonce still has been getting cheated on for years. And Rihannas can't even have a healthy relationship without dealing with abuse. You ever notice that? Because they're still black women. It doesn't matter how successful you get. You still have to deal with the realities to come with being black women. And one of those things is it's harder to remain safe within your romantic relationships and just in general just like no matter how much money a black man makes and we all know this because we all for whatever reason have no issue acknowledging their problems but we have an issue acknowledging our own no matter how rich a black man gets he still will have this discomfort when he's around the police because he knows that they don't like him for whatever reason He could be president obama there's still gonna be a certain level of discomfort there because the police are a lot more aggressive with them it's the same thing with black women in their relationships and within their love life there's a certain level of danger that's there where you know you can get cheated on beat left at any moment and it sucks, but that's how it is, and that's how it's always been, and that doesn't change even when you make a million dollars and everyone in the world knows your name, so I wish people would get that and just like cut the BS and actually get real with what's really going on with black women today, all right, that's it, later.